Well, good evening or good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are. Welcome to All Things Dorothy's Daughter podcast. I am so excited for the month of June. I recorded this next podcast by myself. And in this podcast, I'll be asking you some questions for you to think about, some dialogue that you may or may not have had with someone that you may be having sex with, or you are thinking about having sex with. I am your host. My name is Nini, and welcome to my podcast. This is month two, and our newest topic this month will be about sex. So please take a listen. Let me know your thoughts and go out and have fun. So let's talk a little bit about sex. You know, um, there was this uh, psychologist that wrote a book. It's called The Guide to Getting It On. And in the sixth edition, this is what he says. Imagine going to a restaurant where the chef served where the chef served you whatever he or she felt like fixing instead of giving you a choice. Imagine a gardener who never asks, how do you like your bushes trimmed? No pun intended. Yet when it comes to sex, many of us assume that we know what our partner wants or we clam up instead of giving feedback. So I thought that was fascinating um, because as we talk about sex this month, and I have, I have several guests on, I am very interested to hear, do people really get into these in-depth conversations? How often does it happen? Do you know what your partner likes and what they don't like? Um, can you do one thing that you know would drive him or her crazy? Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's definitely okay if you want to keep things private, you know, especially with uh, fantasies and people that you don't care anything about. But in any relationship, whether it's for one night or 20 years or however long it is, there are some things that you have to talk about. And I think talking about sex openly, it makes relationships more fun and it makes relationships more satisfying. And think about this. You cannot know what your partner wants unless they tell you. And sometimes I think people think that if their partner really loved them or cared about them, the other person would do exactly what they wanted. But guess what? We are not a freaking mind reader. And I literally had to kind of go through that, you know, thinking that my husband should read my mind and know exactly what I want because we should be so in tune with one another. He should know me so well because we've been together for so long. Well, man, that ain't even the, that's not even the truth, right? Because there is, I don't think there's anybody in this world that want the same things at the exact same time and they have the exact same fantasies and they want to be touched in the exact same way. So, whether you want physical pleasure response to something, um, you know, let me actually, you know, whether you feel physical pleasure, actually, 
in response to something your your partner does, it's not an indication that they love you less or that their skill, right? They have a certain skill as your partner um, that they're bad about it, that they're bad at it. Um, what, you know, what a previous partner did may not get you off since each one of us is different. So it's, it's maybe how the next person performed the certain act that you liked before with someone else, but you ask that person to do it again and it gets all screwed up. So what is there to talk about, right? In, in a relationship, you have to talk about the type of relationships that you want with that person. Do you want a committed relationship? Meaning you and I, or you two are just together with each other, or you want non-committed? You want friendly or or romantic? Do you want sexual or non-sexual? You want monogamous or non, you know, non-monogamous? How often are you talking about that specifically, right? You're getting to know someone or you're dating. Do you really get very specific with them or not? Do you have to talk about the STDs that that person has or has not had? You know, you got to ask people, when is the last time you were tested and what was their results? What were you tested for? What were you, were, what weren't you tested for? How many sexual partners have you had since your last round of testing? Now, this sounds like I'm maybe saying, man, you're really digging in. But before, think about this, before you end up having sex with someone, it has, you have to know, you know, that is the closest connection that I can think of. But you have to know their history. Um, and in all honesty, you know, having, and I've never had one. Let me just make sure I throw that out there for y'all. But what I hear is even if someone has been diagnosed with an STD, they, you know, the more you share with your partner um, doesn't have to be the end of a relationship. But if you don't share or you feel ashamed, your partner is going to feel, you know, going to pick up on that. So gathering as much information about how is it transmitted you know, how do you prevent it? What is the treatment? What is the side effects? And you have to allow your partner to ask you questions, right? You can't just be like, well, don't ask me that because I've already told you. You have to be able to to answer those questions. So, you know, we talked about with the four, those first two things that you want. You're going to talk about what type of relationship that you want. You're going to have to talk about STDs right now. You're going to have to talk about birth control. What are you currently using? You know, are you open to the possibility of pregnancy? Because I can tell y'all, people be acting like, oh, I didn't want to get pregnant or, oh my gosh, surprise, I'm pregnant. Um, If you know that you having sex unprotected, then you know that you are likely, there is a high likelihood that you could get pregnant. So let's just throw that on, put that out on the table. So you got to talk about birth control before you jump right into this sexual relationship that you plan on having. You have to talk talk about safer sex precautions. You know, what barriers do you want to use? Do you want to use rubbers? What what do you want to do to protect each other? What kind of sexual activities are you willing to enjoy without barriers? Now, these are some things that how often are you getting into these conversations? I'm going to ask my guests this month, did they have some of these conversations? So guests, y'all better be ready 
did y'all have some of these conversations with people that you've given yourself to intimately? I don't know how many times were you embarrassed? Were you not? Just think about that. You also, another thing that you should be doing, you should be talking about what actually gives you pleasure. What are, where do you like to be touched? What feels good? How do you like to be touched? Do you like to be caressed? Do you like to be kissed? Do you like to be held? The more you explore, the clearer you're going to be about what basically gets you off, right? Um, one way to communicate that is by showing your partner how you like to be touched. Um, some people say if your partner can watch the way you do it, then maybe they'll like the way, you know, they'll they'll get an idea of how they should. I know this is seeming super, super personal, but we're going to get to the nitty gritty when I have some guests on later in the month. You have to talk about your sexual desires, what activities you know you like and which ones you don't. You know, what are some that you've never done, but you think you might want to try? And what are some that you're willing to try? Do you have fantasies that you want to talk about? Role play, pretend, acting out. You know, what? what is it that you want to do? You must also talk about some sexual boundaries. What are things you are not even willing to explore? Are there places in your body, on you, around you, whatever that you're like, uh-uh, don't, that's off. It's off the, don't touch that. I'm not interested. How often are you having those conversations? Um, but how do you start those conversations, right? It's very, very, sometimes some people are uneasy. We know that, I was just reading an article, um, I think it was in the New York Times, I believe, um, but I'll, I'll get the name of the article later, but um, I was reading an article that talked about the percentage of adults not having sex. No, it wasn't the New York Times, it was the Post. Um, and I wonder if there's a direct correlation of people not wanting to have those conversations because they're afraid or they're embarrassed. And now I think what they're calling it in the article, I thought it was pretty, pretty hilarious. It was called, um, the great, the great American sex drought. So that is a whole nother story, but that's pretty freaking hilarious. So kind of, you know, jumping back to how do you start the conversation? Because communication is so necessary throughout any relationship that you're in. From the very beginning to the end, that includes sex, not just finances, not just is your credit good, not just do you want kids, but no matter how long you've been together, you still need to communicate about your sexual expectations, your desires and needs, because both people change and grow over a lifetime and the relationship changes. So what you liked when you were 21, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you might not it might not do it for you, you know, when you're 30, when you're 35. So how often are you continuing to have those conversations? You know, when a relationship is new, it may, you may be a little nervous to share intimate sexual details um, because you want that new person to like you. But as the relationship matures and develops, you then become hesitant to give feedback. And so, because you don't want to hurt your partner's feelings or you assume your interests are not supposed to change. But remember that when, you know, what you liked 10 years ago or even a month ago or even five minutes ago 
may not feel good now. Think about that. People change. People evolve, right? You grow in your career. You grow in your relationship. Then you also grow in your sexual relationship, which is what a lot of people don't talk about. Um, so it could be, you know, those of you listening, like, shoot, I have never talked to my partner about sex. It's too challenging. It's difficult. But think about it like this. Just be as straightforward as possible. You got to be confident and honest. And here's some examples. You know, here's some ways that maybe you can start the conversation. And I got these off of um, this sexual health org website. I, I just Googled, how do you start a conversation? And so um, here's a couple of examples that you could use. I'm going to read them verbatim for you guys. Okay. I'm really attracted to you and would like to have sex with you. Before we do, I'd like to talk about ways to make our sex together both enjoyable and safe for both of us. Now, that's not too overbearing or embarrassing, right? I think that's easy. You can say that. Or you can say, here's another example. I enjoy sex a lot and am so excited about having sex with you. After we made out last night, I went home and thought about you all night. If you would like to go further with further physically with me, I'd love to talk to you about what kinds of things you enjoy, what you might like to try, what boundaries you have, and how we both want to make sure to have safer sex. Now, again, some of these, this conversations are with people that um, maybe you're, you know, getting into a committed relationship with them. Again, I, I don't, again, you earlier we talked about, or I said, what type of relationship do you want to get into? So these, again, I guess not necessarily going to be with people you're getting into a relationship with because you can do whatever you want to do. Um, but hey, let me just give you some more examples of how to open up the dialogue. Since we've decided we both want to have sex at our next date, would you bring a printout of your most recent STDs and a yes, no, maybe list? And I will bring mine as well. Then we can compare notes. Now, how many of y'all have had that conversation? I know that people say, oh, I've asked him, does he have HIV or AIDS? But how often are you asking that discussion or having that discussion with people? Again, these are going to be some things I'll be talking with my guest on for the rest of the month. Next question. I absolutely love having sex with you. The more I get to know you, the more enjoyable sex has become. Now that we know each other better, I'd love to find out other things which turn you on, things that you'd like to explore together. To me, that doesn't sound too scary. I feel like you can even ask that now if you've been together for quite some time. And the last way to maybe open that dialogue would be, I have this fantasy that I would like to tell you about. I'm a little nervous, so it'll help me to know that you want to hear and you won't laugh at me. Right? I think we're all afraid of a little laughter or people looking at us a little sideways, but, you know, talking about sex, it can feel scary. Even with me, my first, this first podcast for the month of June, I'm like, Ooh, what am I going to say? How do I say it? Um, I didn't have any guests on cause I'm a, I'm gonna throw my husband under the bus. He said he'd join me and then he decided he didn't want to, but Hey, that's okay. The show must go on. He said he will get on sometime this month. I hope. Um, but you know, you can have that conversation when you both have your clothes on, you know, because many people find that when they get up the nerve to talk about sex, I, I think their partner appreciates it because I think the other person 
is also feeling some type of way, right? Because they've been trying to get up the nerve too. So remember though, it's a good idea to talk about any sexual subject before you get all hot and bothered. Because if you just go, women don't just be like, oh, wait, I got a question. You know, after you done loaded up the train and everybody's on the track and you going in the same direction, you can't just be like, ah, hold on a second. I have some questions for you. That might not be the best time um, because people need some logical thinking skills. <laughs> so, you know, having some, some like um, safer sex expectations and discussions before you get into that conversation or that predicament would probably be ideal. Right. So I am saying all of that to say, though, it's important to, you know, have those initial expectations for individuals. I think it's important to continue the, to um, readjust the dialogue to make sure that your partner knows what you like. Um, tell them specifically what you want. Don't BS it. Don't just pretend. Um, I, I think in today's society, it's so important that we are open and honest, um, that we're not afraid to be who we are, that we continue on the journey of making sure that we are finding it pleasurable with um, our partner. But ask those questions. Make sure you are doing what you want to do. Make sure that you are satisfied. And this month, we are going to talk about some, um, should you share your sexual history specifically with others? We're going to talk about what types of non-traditional things do this person or this individual like um, and, and how is that perceived by those people that he or she is having those sexual conversations with. We are going to talk about when sometimes wives or mothers put their children first before their relationship in a sexual manner. Um, we can talk a little bit about holding out, right? Because you think he or she don't deserve it, quote unquote. You can't see my quoting fingers up in the air. And we're going to, hopefully I can get um, another individual on to, to kind of talk about, you know, what types of things as we get older do we have to use to increase our sexual pleasure. Pleasure. Um, I'm going to talk to some young women because um, I want to find out, you know, do they enjoy it? Do they have the big O? What's going on? So, like I said, I am very excited about the month of June. Think about some of those questions and have you had those conversations with your significant other or that person that you're thinking about having sex with? It's important. So, thank you. And I look forward to... Thursday's conversation and the rest of the month. I hope you learned something today. Go out, have plenty of sex, and ask lots of questions. Thank you for joining All Things Dorothy's Daughter. Please go out and subscribe. Tell a friend. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify Podcast. But the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. 
Also, take a listen to my YouTube channel, or not a listen, go take a look at my YouTube channel and subscribe to that as well. Different content is on that station. And thank you so much for joining. Put your seatbelts on. June's going to be a fun ride. Thank you.